Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It's 420. <laughs> I knew you were going to mention that. I listen, knew it. Listen, you boy. Uh, episode number 250, Jimmy. Is it? Yeah, it is. I probably put 249 in the thing. No, I didn't. I, I had it right. 250. Wow. I didn't have Trevor Strong write a song for this one. Yeah. Um, he's been busy doing other stuff. So he's been busy doing other stuff. But yeah. hey, listen, we celebrated 420 over on fightfulselect.com. I broke a story today about WWE's lack of uh, finding talent for using marijuana these days, which is great news. Yep. Uh, so uh, head over there, check that out. We had interview or notes from our Britt Baker interview. We have details on a GCW. IWTV settlement, in addition to yesterday, some FTR news, which we're going to talk about today, FightfulSelect.com. But how about this? Because I know Jimmy's going to ask me on this show, and I'm going to say, no, we've got reckless speculation after this. Tony Khan's big announcement. There's a little bit of information that has emerged, but uh, I will recklessly speculate on what I have heard about it uh, on Fightful Select right after this on the List Goes On podcast. But if you're here right now, Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, also do us a good favor. Donate a Humper Chat, donate a Super Chat. You can donate Humper Chats before we go on the air, even if you don't watch live. Uh, we got an interview with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, that dropped today. Got one with Baron Black tomorrow, The Good Brothers Friday, had Rhea Ripley on Monday. Our friends at NordVPN.com slash Fightful are getting their money's worth, Jimmy. Yeah, you know who else is getting their money's worth is Nature Boy Ric Flair. I could tell you some stories, Sean Rossap. Is he? I went to a Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game last night, and I understand you being uh, in the U.S. and you've gone to a bunch of wrestling conventions and, and shows and stuff. You've been around big crowds. I haven't since pre-COVID. And uh, going to the game yesterday, man, what an eye-opener. Everything was normal. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. I, I texted a buddy uh, who's a, he's a really good, uh, he knows Ric Flair really well. And I texted him not knowing he was there to ask him a question. Turned out he was at the game. And so we met up at the game and had a beer and he was telling me Ric Flair now, Sean, is in such demand for signings huh? and can command such money now. Uh, and it's Good. fascinating to, to hear. And he's such a pro. And I know that people don't like talking about Flair because, you know, stuff he's done. But he's such a pro that uh, he told me a story that I have to tell because it was pretty funny. So he did a signing and the promoter that booked him booked him for two hours. Right. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of these promoters will do is they'll have an extra table of merch uh, and they want the talent after they've done the signing. They want them to sign a bunch of stuff for them that yes. they can like sell on eBay. Yeah, of so Flair's there for two hours and the two hours are up and uh, the promoter's like, um, excuse me, Rick, uh, before you go, you know, you, you spent about five minutes of that two hours talking to your friends. So maybe if you don't mind doing an extra five minutes, I got some stuff over here. He said Flair didn't even glance at the table. He looked at his watch. He goes, two hours are up. I'm off to P.F. Chang's. That's amazing. And out the door he went. <laughs> And the promoter was was stuck with a table full of stuff he couldn't get signed, but he committed uh, to the two hours. I thought that story. Go. I thought that story was hilarious. Oh my gosh! We have somebody say, "When will the rec spec link be posted on Select?" Uh, in about thirty minutes. Mike Straw wanted to show some love. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Mike Straw. You're doing great work over there as well. Uh, Chris Rain sends a big super chat and says, "Absolutely love the Britt Baker interview today. Love how your interviews are more like conversations. This was one of my favorites." Uh, I'm trying to normalize that, and I mean, I talk to uh, not necessarily any person that I've interviewed this week, but I talk to a lot of these people regularly, so I'm hoping to to kind of integrate a little bit of that in there. I think Chris Van Vliet and Denise both do great jobs with that as well. There, I think wrestling interviews are as good as they've they've been now. Uh, if you want like general interest stuff in addition to uh, pro wrestling stuff, so check that out, guys. Uh, she's wearing Bengals gear, Bengals colors. Bengals shoes on the day she returns to Pittsburgh. It's a shame. You should troll her about it. You should absolutely troll her about Is it. Is she a legit fan or was she doing that kind of, you know, for you? She sort of? accidentally like, okay. So she had these things that are called the starfish, uh, uh, Nike. I think they're, they're Jordan ones. And she just wanted a shirt that kind of went with that and a jacket that went with that. And she didn't realize she was like an hour from Cincinnati. And oh. she loathes the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I'm is Bengals, that right? I'm a Bengals fan. She's a Steelers fan. They are like rivals. So, did you see yeah. Moxley at uh, at Carmella's wedding? Yeah, I did. Good for him. Now there was a story behind it, and mm -hmm. and uh, and Renee told the story. He was late getting there uh, from a flight, and so he literally had to rush to the wedding out of an Uber off the plane. Yeah, but it still made for an awesome photo. You know yeah, I mean? did so. Uh, Mark Quill says, too bad we'll never get that Sour Patch Kids sponsorship and have ad reads from them. I would love a Sour Patch Kids uh, sponsorship. Uh, Sir Brendo says, timestamps are off in the Brit interview. I think you'll be all right. You'll be okay. I think everybody will survive. We'll make it through this, this tragic situation. <laughs> And we will all improve. But I think I, I appreciate you sending the super chat. And I want to I want to point this out too. In case you're not watching this live, uh, Lily Alexander every week does the timestamps for this podcast. So if you're not watching live, you can see the timestamps yeah. in the description. Yeah. So what happens is a lot of times I send timestamps off, and I have to estimate a little bit because I I do them uh, or I have them done pretty early, and then we add the Nord read in there. Right. So it throws them off a little bit. 
Mikowski says, do you think it would be, uh, well, we'll, we'll wait for that one. How about that? Cause that's, that's a, is that a the Rex Beck one or no, no, it's a topic for later because we have Matt Reichel saying, uh, happy Wednesday, Jimmy and Sean in my Denise, uh, Kentucky accent. I'm hoping the rumors are true about this announcement. Waiting for the reckless speculation. what do you think of Denise's impersonation of me? Uh, so she, she somehow, she offended two of our biggest demographics. Yeah. And that's why I had to post on Twitter and apologize for the highly offensive, uh, very insulting Denise Salcedo. But no, in all, in all seriousness, uh, you know, I've, I've talked about how much I respect worth that work ethic and Denise mm-hmm. and you mentioned Denise and Chris Van Vliet and their success is not by accident. And yep. so, uh, I have nothing but respect for Denise. She might do some stuff for me on the other project I'm working on and uh, nothing but respect for her because she works hard. She's nothing, nothing was standard her. And you, you saw what happened where, you know, a, a, a silly little bastard was kind of making fun of her and Denise stood up for herself on Twitter. And I, I felt like, Cloud I don't even vampires, Jimmy, they, they can't get it themselves. They can't get it from hard work. They can't get it from doing any of the things that it actually requires because I know there's a whole lot of people that think, Oh, you cover wrestling. How hard could it be? Yes. Almost everybody that's done this has done it for free for years and years and years before they ever get paid a dime for it. And uh, should it be like that? No, probably not. But that's that's unfortunately the, the way it was for a lot of people. And Denise was one of those people that worked her ass off. Yeah. And, and that's why I've always said the same about you. You know, I, I tease Sean about what he made in 2016 versus what he made, makes now. But it's not like what he makes now. I just pulled that out of my ass. Like it, it's money generated by the company that Sean was integral in, in in getting done. So that that's why you you compensate accordingly. And Denise, I used I used to feel guilty about it, and I'm sure that's that's one thing I told Denise. Like never feel guilty about it because you put in this work. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I I had a wrestler. Um, like when, when I told them, Oh, I got a new contract. And they're like, I remember when you sent me footage of you training after you broke your neck. And I was like, you know what? I did do that. And I did do all this work for free. And I did do all this. And Denise is doing that. And she's not working for a company. Like she's working with companies. She's not working for companies. She is um, doing, and let me tell you, if she wanted to work for a company, she'd be working for a company because I know that she has had numerous offers to do so. But um, she's killing it. I, I couldn't be more proud of her. Um, God, and when, when she defended great. herself, I don't really know Denise. Like, obviously, you know her yeah, well. Yeah. You guys talk all the time. I don't really know her. And yet, when she defended herself on Twitter, I felt this sense of pride. You know what I mean? Like, good for her. It's almost like I almost look at her like like my kid or something. I felt this sense of pride that she stuck up for herself. So Listen, I've, her. I've rubbed off on her, Jimmy. Well, maybe. Hopefully, the sensitivity doesn't kick in. But, I, but I, but I love that she's uh, defending herself. That's good. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a shame if the sensitivity kicked in. Really huh? would, really would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, first thing you, I want to you, you want to talk about how sensitive people were on Twitter last Friday. That was the topic. That's one of them on my list. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's get. You want to talk about way. that now? Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. Okay. So I got some things to say. All right. So I I didn't see Rampage live. Mm-hmm. I heard about the spot. Saw a lot of the uh, the complaints online. Uh, saw Sean's tweet, and Sean knows there's certain one thing about his tweet I, I wasn't crazy about. But I went back and I watched the spot. I saw no Easter symbolism in there at all. And and I guess for full transparency, if I'm going to be like very honest, I'm not a religious person, and I also do not get offended really easily by much of anything. Sean knows this about me. Yeah. And so I think even if I was religious, I would not have gotten offended by that. It was very obvious watching that. 
Hangman Page was not attempting anything religious at all. He put the barbed wire in Adam Cole's head because he then delivered a dead a dead eye off the apron through a table on the floor. And I think that if uh, uh, Excalibur, and he didn't mean anything by it either, but if Excalibur had not called it a barbed wire crown or a crown of barbed wire, no one would have even gone in that direction, I don't think. But yeah. it was, it was to me, it was there was no religious connotation at all. It was, it was uh, to make a add damage to a spot, and so I had no issue with it. I, I really believe that in business, you don't talk about religion or politics. You just don't. Sure. Uh, and as I told Sean, I had no issue with Sean commenting on it. The only thing I didn't like was LMAO followed by something sure. with religious connotation because well, you are going to well, offend somebody. Well, let me address that. That wasn't laughing my ass off at Christianity or Easter or Jesus. That was me going, I can't believe this happened on Good Friday. Holy shit. Like I was shot. It was like a shock thing. And any, I mean, come on. I, I don't comment on religion because I'm going to be transparent. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. If you want to pray to Jesus or a flying spaghetti monster or Whatever it is you choose to believe or not believe, your boy does not care. And you can go do that because it doesn't affect me whatsoever. Have you I seen a flying care. spaghetti monster? I don't, th I don't think I'm familiar. Well, you should look it up because it's a thing. Okay. I said on Monday, it took Jesus less time to be crucified, resurrected, and have his Easter dinner than it took for people to get over this. Like, it, like, come on. Like, that. There were some things, like, if, if there's a good faith argument, I usually know what it is because usually people will reach out to me directly and they'll mm. say, this bothered me, let's talk about this. And I will almost always address that. I will not do, like, when you got Russo saying, this is the most offensive thing I've seen on social media. Get the fuck out of here. No, it wasn't. Hope it got you a couple clicks, though. Good for you. I've been very nice to you for a very long time, but that was not the most offensive thing you've ever seen on social media. That's not even remotely the most offensive thing that's came out of your mouth, much less somebody else's. So it's like, it's, that's not like, come on, you got to be real there. Um, I don't, I, well, I know they didn't intend to do it. You could tell, like yes. you could just tell. And, and, you know, there were a lot of people because I, and, and, you know, who cares what my opinion is, honestly, but I, I did say on Twitter, I didn't see any Easter symbolism to me. There was no religious connotation and there's always going to be those, you know, how it is even more better than I do because you of your following, there's people scrolling Twitter just looking for something to complain about. That's just kind of how it is. And when I posted that, I saw no religious connotation. People jumped on me saying, oh, but if WWE did it, you'd be all over them. And that's just not true. If, if no, that, if, if that had been Cody Rollins, Sean, let's say that was Cody Rollins. Yeah. And they did the same thing. My reaction would have been exactly the same. But I saw we, I saw no Easter symbolism at all. Also, a, a few things. Seth Rollins calls himself the Messiah. Do I give a shit? Yeah. No. Also, you're surprised that that I posted something like that. I called myself Paywall Jesus on pay per view three weeks ago. Like it's, I'm not gonna sit there and like mock a religion. I don't even consider. I don't even consider it whatsoever. Like it isn't a thing that. I'm like, hee hee hee, religion. Like, I'm not, I just don't care what somebody else believes or, or I just can't imagine policing somebody else's thing there. Like, it's just, 
Yeah. That was like you you respect their beliefs. Yeah, sure. But of but, but it doesn't matter to you what their belief is. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I I I'm respect anybody's uh right to believe yep. whatever it is that they choose. I'm not going to I just I couldn't be less interested in it though. Yeah. Like much less to the point of being like I'm going to mock this. I was almost like what's the word? Maybe incredulous. Was I was like like I couldn't believe I was incredulous that that set of circumstances happened. The crown of thorns, good Friday, yeah. all that. And I know they didn't intend to do it like yeah, that. It was not. I, I talked to people close to it and they're like, yeah, that was a, a thing of circumstance. Yeah. Uh, not enough to go on the record with, but yeah, I was just like, I felt the same way. And I, I feel the same way. I mean, my, my mother-in-law is Christian. My father-in-law mm -hmm. is Hindu. So I've I've been to Hindu weddings because my uh, sure. my father in law is Hindu. I completely respect his 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 beliefs. I'm not a religious person, but I don't disrespect what others believe in. And uh, so if 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 someone was offended by that spot because they're devout Christian, I mean that's up that's that's up to you. I just didn't see any religious. J Jimmy, I wanted to be a pastor till I was like 15. Are you being serious? Yes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Sean Ross Sapp? Cutting blue chew ads to get some extra money in the donation box. Listen, can you imagine? Listen, blue chew will get you in a different kind of box. But uh, <laughs> Joel Woods says, fairly religious person, but I didn't make the connection when Paige did that. Didn't offend me at all. Hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, I just, I didn't think that it was, I, yeah, I, I agree, and, and and I went into it. So I had seen a still image of mm -hmm. uh, of him putting the the barbed wire on Cole before I saw the yeah. match, and when I saw the still image, at first I thought, "Oh shit!" But when I watched it, yeah, I just it again. He's setting up the dead eye through a table. He wanted to add impact to the move. I think it was an improvised spot. I think yeah. that because he had the barbed wire on the table, and I I think that it was an improvised thing. Rip it off and put it on there. Sure. I, him, they probably just talked about it before the match, kind of thing. I didn't uh, I didn't see anything. Uh, uh, no religious connotation, my opinion. Also, fun fact God wrestled at Backlash 2006 about 10 minutes away from where I am right now, right? Just right, saying. yeah. A lot of people have brought that one up too. That WWE and, and did that, wasn't bothered by it. I regret not going and watching it. Really wish, yeah, I agree. But it didn't bother me at all either. It didn't, but again, if, if someone else is offended due to their beliefs, that's on them, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I didn't bother me whatsoever. People pretending to be offended by LMAO. I ain't buying it. Sorry. And Sorry. with me, it wasn't, I wasn't offended by LMAO. I just didn't want you to put yourself in a situation. I don't care. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't care. I'm, lo <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking out for the brand. Sure. Sure. And I get that. But I mean, I, I don't care what you do. I just, as long as it's, it's, as long as what people are doing legal consensual doesn't hurt other people. Right. I, I don't give a fuck what you do, what you like, what you watch, what you worship, who you date, who you screw, who you marry, I who you love. I do not care as long as it follows <laughs> those guidelines and it doesn't hurt anybody. If you want to worship a spaghetti monster, you just do it. I'm telling you, it's a thing. They call them pastafarians. I've never I'm looking it up later. Never it's, heard it of. was there was a full uh full South Park episode about it. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. There's a South Park episode about everything, though. True, true. I want to uh send uh, a message of congratulations to Randy Orton, 
because I read today that he has celebrated his 20 year anniversary. Oh, I thought you were about to congratulate him on WWE not finding people. No, for anymore. no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's all pretty public now, though. But no, I want to congratulate him for celebrating his 20 year anniversary. You talk about a run. And when you talk about a run on top, because he's been a top guy pretty much the entire time from the time they brought him in. Can you think of any other run that he has not eclipsed with the exception of The Undertaker, maybe John Cena, um, maybe Triple H in terms of longevity? I have to answer this call, Jimmy. It is another important call. So you talk about Randy Orton for a moment. Okay. All right. I wonder if Sean Rossap's about to break some news. I don't know. But Randy Orton, 20-year run, like I said, I think it's, it, his run has really only been eclipsed by a handful of people. The Undertaker, John Cena, probably Triple H in terms of longevity on top. Very, very few people. Uh, a hell of a run. And what's great about him now is he's matured. He's having fun with Riddle. Uh, looks like he's uh, he's having a good life, and, and he deserves it. You know, He's definitely put the miles on his body, so good for him. And I guess I might as well also take advantage of this opportunity to put over Fightful Magazine, even though I don't have the overlay, because Sean's got the overlay somewhere. And my producer, Hayden, left the room. I'm basically in here by myself. So I'll put over Fightful Magazine, the Q2 2022 issue. Hook is on the cover. There's a story about Jade Cargill. There's a story about, is Roman Reigns the real Wrestle, uh, Mr. WrestleMania? Story about uh, Good Guy Brock. Uh, Zicky Dice wrote the Wrestlers Tribune. I wrote an article about uh, the WWFLJ and action figure line. Uh, article about GCW's resurgence or, or uh, uh, increase in popularity. Lots of good stuff. Go to FightfulMag.com and uh, you can get the digital or print edition of Fightful Magazine. So check that out. And since Sean's still not here, I wonder if I should still, if I should go into other stuff here. Maybe I should. So he wants to do reckless speculation on FightfulSelect.com where he wants to talk about Tony Khan's announcement. I was going to mention Tony Khan's announcement. I guess I'll wait, but I do know what I want to talk about. And it's too bad Sean can't be here when I talk about this one. I want to talk about Era Lucha. Oh, there he is. He's back. Do you have a big piece of news you want to break? No, nothing I can break right now. It's not a release. It's not anything bad. It's something just... It's something that you already know, Jimmy. Oh, no, so what? it must be. It must no, be. No, no, don't say, don't say any stupid shit. Okay. Um, wow, my camera. What's up with that? Yeah, I got a little. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I again, I asked you not to talk about on the air today either because I'm digging more into. But good job, Jimmy. Let's talk about Air Lucha. It's public information. Really, nobody reads that shit, Jimmy. <laughs> well, I find it. I find it entertaining. I cannot. You sure. know what? When I saw the screenshot of that poor soul that invested his money into this shit. That now it pisses me off a little bit, you know. So, in case anybody's not familiar with Aerolucia, they did a thing. They wanted to have a, a wrestling uh, show. Uh, they did a crowdfunding thing. I invested whatever the minimum was just because I wanted the t shirt and the lucha mask. I think it was like 250 yeah. bucks. I did it knowing this is going nowhere just to get the mask and the t shirt because we could have, you know, fodder to talk about on the podcast. The CEO, he's a carny by the name of Jason Brown. After they did the first round of funding, this fucking guy started sending emails. And keep in mind, he wasn't sending emails to like wrestling fans per se. He was sending them to his investor base. All right. Yes. He's sending emails to his investor base, peddling CBD products. He was cutting videos trying to sell the CBD products. And you know when somebody's lying because they swallow a lot and they're nervous and shit? So he did a video where he's peddling this stuff. And he's like, like he kept on swallowing because he damn well knew he was full of shit. Somehow. 
Jason Brown, the CEO of Aerolucha, he somehow convinced uh, some people from like an animation studio, let's do another Aerolucha, but instead of it being a wrestling promotion, this time we're going to do it as a cartoon. And then, you know, we'll sell it to like Netflix or something. So let's do that. They went on WeFunder, and I don't know how the fuck, Sean, they got 521 people to invest over $278,000. Sad shit. I saw like Melissa sent us that one where that guy was like, I'm on disability and retired. Yes. Hopefully this pays off for me. Buddy, yes. it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna. This guy said, he said uh, he's retired, permanently disabled, and he could use a great investment break is what he said. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. Uh, most of the money that uh, is being uh, donated, the 278 grand, they're going to use most of it to pay off debt. So I'd like to know what's your debt. I mean, I, apparently they have a pilot, so maybe the debt's going to, to the production of the pilot. Something tells me the debt's is, is, or the, the money's going to be lying in Jason Brown's pockets. But uh, it's just absolute um, nonsense. So we invest. When did we invest? Uh, a couple of years ago, whenever for, they for first started. For the sake of, it was more than a couple of years ago. As, yeah, it's been a while. I just wanted because it was before the pandemic. The pandemic was a couple of years ago. Okay, okay, maybe I don't know when. I think 18. it was twenty. I think it was twenty seventeen. Might have been. Might have been. Let me let me look. I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, it was like twenty seventeen yeah, when we been. were talking about Aerolucha. And I remember when AEW started, I reached out to Sammy, and I was like, because he was he was an integral figure, like a, a person they were promoting, right. And I said, have you heard anything from Aerolucha? And he just said, LOL, Aerolucha. Where did everybody's money go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I think Denise, Denise had to ask. A lot of people don't realize Denise was signed to Aerolucha. Right. She had to ask out of her deal, uh, or she did ask out of her deal right around the time she started doing stuff with us. And she did the WWE watch along. She didn't want to like face a breach or anything like that. Right. There were some people I talked to that didn't have contracts. Some people did. What a what a scam! What a yeah, scam. and and quite honestly, like I, you know, I, I look at this this production house that that produced the cartoon. What do you need Jason Brown for? What's Jason yeah. Brown doing for you? He's not doing anything. What do you need him for? You know what I mean? Paid money. They're getting they, paid off of him. Maybe. I mean, they could have done their own WeFunder. Sure, but they, they probably would have had. Him. They probably would have had no interest in doing that if not for whatever he was going to already bring there. What a oh. I don't know. To me, he's a carny. He 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 got me when I saw all the swallowing and the dry mouth in the video because he was clearly full of shit. Listen. And so that's when he got me. And I can't believe that 521 people, for the sake of those 521 people, not that I want Jason Brown to make anything, but for the sake of those 521 people, I hope they sell this thing to a Netflix, a Peacock, an Amazon Prime somewhere and actually make some money because uh, that's a shame when I see this guy hoping for a, an investment break. That's sad, man. You know, it is. Uh, Mike Lucas says, Did you see the RK Bro 420 shirt on WWE Shop? Did you see that, Jimmy? Did not. Oh, buddy, I'm going to show you uh, this. So, I mean, I had some people going, uh, like, Well, it seems like they've changed their stance. Uh, yeah, they certainly have. WWE they should. Certain... It's legal everywhere practically now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they should. And I mean, I, I had reported uh, that Bret Hart was, I mean, not reported, Bret had talked about it in the past about how he was uh, very, very outspoken about wanting marijuana, like off the banned substance list in WWE. Right. He is like people like that usually just go to the room. They don't bother anybody. Right. Um, we revealed on FightfulSelect.com today. They haven't fined talent in years for it. This right. is the shirt they released today. 
RK Bro 420 says, I just smoked your ass. Ah, uh, so good for them. Good for them. A Cobra or with the, the Viper with smoke coming out of its eyes. And the color too. Yes. Yeah. Good uh-huh. for good for them. Good for I them. think that is a great piece of merchandise. Yeah, right let them make some money on it. Yeah, for sure. That's brilliant. Like, why not? Yeah. Matthew Makovsky says, Do you think it'd be smart to do 16 people in the tournament instead of qualifiers for the Owen? Yes, I do. I think just starting the tournament earlier. And having it bigger would have been great. Do 32 people if you want. I don't care. I mean, as long as you've got stuff that matters on these shows, I'm all for it, Jimmy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just having some kind of stakes, having having a reason why they're in the ring. Give me a reason why they're in the ring. And I, I really miss Gorilla Monsoon putting over the winner's money. And and Graves has done that a couple of times to his credit. But I, I, I miss that because, like, I want to have a reason. Why the hell are these guys in the ring? It's one thing if there's a story where there's a grudge and they're, they're settling a feud. But oftentimes there's just two guys in the ring for no fucking reason. Like, give me a yeah. reason why they're in the ring. So I, I, and, I'm all about it. And that is one thing that helps me with AEW is that you know when they're in the ring, ultimately it means something. Like, Dante, Mar- or, yeah, Dante Martin could win seven matches in a row and all of a sudden he's in a world title match. Right. That exactly. matters to me. Tom I agree, Valley. and Go from ahead, a fan sorry. perspective, too. No, sir, from a fan perspective, we talked about how fresh it is to have the champion defending the title against somebody like that and yeah. how it'd, it'd be let Montez Ford go on a singles run and get another title shot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it'd be nice to see stuff like that because, yeah, because there's – remember you talked about how Priest went on a run uh, for a while. or well, Not even Priest. I think it was way back to Alistair went on a run. And nothing came of it, and then he lost, and that was the end of it, kind of thing. Like yeah. it'd be, it'd be nice if you're rewarded for your wins, you know. We have a couple of super chats, humper chats. By the way, get them in right now, immediately, ASAP, or else. That apparently think that you are a Toronto fan instead of Edmonton. Tom Lavalley says, Here "Insulting, for the Rex- insulting." Here for the Rex back. Jimmy, how glad are you the Leafs don't have to play my Sabres in the playoffs based on their regular season games? And Rangers Mayhem says, Jimmy, what do you think Toronto's chances are in the playoffs? Rangers Leafs conference final is what I'm looking for. He's Is he a Rangers fan? He said? I, I don't know okay. if he's a Rangers fan. But, They're a uh, good team. So I, I had this. So here, okay. So I don't want to go off on a long tangent, but one of the reasons that I'm not a big Leaf fan is I find the fan base is very fair weather. Uh, sometimes if a player is doing well, they praise him like he's the second coming. And then if the player goes on a cold streak, they shit all over him. Like you see a lot of that. That being said, I think the Leafs, uh, they're going to play the Tampa Bay lightning in the first round. The lightning are not the same team that won the Stanley cup a couple of years. I think the Leafs are going to win against Tampa. I think that they're going to get uh, stuck against the Florida Panthers, the New York Rangers or the Carolina hurricanes. I don't think they're, they're going to beat those three teams but I think they will beat the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in the first round. I also think the Edmonton Oilers are going to beat the piss out of the LA Kings in the first round, and I might go to Edmonton for a couple games, Sean. That would be cool. I might, yeah. That's awesome. You're finally getting to to leave. Well, I've been to games. I've been to playoff games at Edmonton before. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this year, it looks like they got the Kings. I think they're going to smoke the Kings. How much I, traveling have you even been able to do? Because I remember like before the pandemic, like, it felt like once a month you were flying somewhere. Yeah, I used to go a fair bit. I used to go to, to conventions a lot. My wife and I, before we had kids, I, I, I've been pretty fortunate. Like I traveled all over Europe and stuff like that. But uh, since COVID, I haven't done shit. As of right now, I don't even know. I don't have a next flight plan because I'm not going to Vegas. You said that. Yeah. I had mentioned that to Jimmy. Uh, I'm not going to be going to double or nothing. Uh, Will is going to be 
doing our corresponding there, which I'm very excited for. He had a great story on Satnam Singh for Fightful Select last week. He did a great job with the ROH scrum. Yep. And quite honestly, if I can be here to host a post show, that's probably more money for us, and that's nice. But this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I moved here. Actually, I need to break some news uh, pretty soon on Select about some shows that are coming. There's a lot of stuff coming within driving distance. That's good. Listen, listen to this, Jimmy. The infamous Jesus Golf that I often speak about, right? Yep. They run wrestling shows now. Really? Yes. Is it because of you? Tata no, Tatanka was there. James Storm was there. Cameron was there. Huh. But listen to this. I've been trying to set up an in-person interview with Lady Frost for like a year. Uh, got to know her a little bit. Would love to interview her and, and Victor. But we we just miss each other by a day all the time. Like I remember Chicago one time by a day. Uh, Indianapolis, I didn't go for one trip and she was there. North Carolina, I was booked Saturday. She was booked Sunday. I find out after I couldn't work this uh, event last Friday because I had to cover Cole and Hangman. She was 10 minutes from my house, Jimmy. Really? Really? Then she announces that she's out for six weeks. Well, that takes her past impact in Cincinnati. I'm never going to interview this woman in person. It's Interesting. She's all over social media too. Like she, she she's gets great. a lot of, yeah. she's great. She's awesome. Incredibly talented. I was so happy when she got signed by impact. Right. She had uh, some nice offers. Uh, Victor Benjamin, her husband, is yep. very, very good, too. Looks like a million bucks. But, um, yeah, I'll be doing the Impact show in Cincinnati. Uh, there is something else coming. There's a couple something else is coming uh, close to me soon. There's Nashville. I live an hour closer to that now. Um, it's 
pretty awesome. I can do Louisville shows now because that's like an hour from me. Everything's closer. It's pretty handy. I think the reality is you don't want to do Vegas unless I'm going because uh, you know that if I go, I'm going to take care of you. And when I, you know, you, 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 you probably asked me somewhere along the way, hey, Jimmy, are you going to do uh, Double or Nothing? And I said, you know, and you're like, ah, fuck it. I'm listen, not I'm not listen, going. I would love for me, you, and the Grapsity guys to go out in Vegas. That's, would, that's you, something I want to do. You know I'm taking care of those guys. I, that's something you know I want to do. It. Oh, my God. Yeah. You heard it here. And Jeremy, Joel, I, I guess y'all can come too. <laughs> we had fun in Vegas. Uh, the, a certain someone, I think, got a little upset with us. But otherwise, we had fun in Vegas. Who, Disco Inferno? No, Andrew's dad. Oh. Remember that? Oh, well. Unless yeah. we were partying hard that weekend. Uh, Ryan's, I lost my debit card that weekend. Probably mm-hmm. a good thing. Uh, Ryan says, do you have any idea when Charlotte, Sasha, or, or Charlotte, Alexa, Sasha's contract expire, you see any of them staying put or will they leave when their contracts run out? I think a lot of it will be a circumstance of the money that's offered, but uh, we have a resources section on fightful.com. I, I haven't promoted it as much lately. But if you go under wrestling, we have a thing called resources. We have TV ratings, uh, contracts, rosters, injury updates, like every wrestling website that you see that does these contract updates, free agents, injury updates. We kind of posted that first and we always like to source them. So when you go to find out what contracts are expiring, it links you to the report, whether the wrestler said it or whether it was reported by media. That way you can add some context to it. But uh, if we have the updates, it's there. I have so many people hitting me up saying, what about Finn Balor? What about John Moxley? Listen, mm-hmm. that ain't the kind of information I hold on to. I would immediately put that out there. So, Did you see Charlotte on Ariel Hawani? I haven't yet. Clock's ticking. WWE okay. better, better. They better utilize her and maximize their utilize her. She's the champ. No, th- that's not what I meant. What I meant was they they better maximize the time. They better make her a thirty time champion. Yeah, or I know. else. But I mean, they better maximize the time because the clock's ticking. She, Look, another she's... person ten minutes away from me who didn't go uh, baseball card shopping with me the other day. Corey Cropper says, "Is Jimmy excited as we are that Oscar Chibwe is returning to the Kentucky Wildcats, <laughs> our star player?" Jimmy, I asked this fellow. I was like, "Hey." Let's go look at, let's go shop for some cards. Cause on figure hall and fightful select, I'm like stepping out and doing different stuff like merch cards. So let me, let me pull out some of these cards. I'm not going to give away too much, but I went to the card shop and I was telling you like, yeah, I found out how hot they were. This is one of the cards I pulled uh-huh. from tops prism. And I went in there and I went up to this young fella and I said, Hey, I'll take a box of those are those Panini Prism WWE cards. And he goes, oh, okay, 14. And I was like, 14 bucks, what a deal. He turned the little pin pad around to me. $1,400, Jimmy. For a box of cards. For a box. And I said, I will take one pack, please. <laughs> <laughs> and the one you showed, what's the worth? What's the value? I don't know. I don't oh. know shit about these cards, but I'm hoping that maybe we can lure. Uh, I, I, can, can, I can hook you up. Yeah, we can lure some uh, card people in. I did some baseball cards recently, and yeah. uh, literally everything that is going to be on those is for sale. I will sell any of these, but I'll give you guys a little preview of one I did get. I've got a box of Tops Finest. I got WWE a connection well. to that stuff, so if you if you text me the information, I can get you value. Yeah. 
but I did get this. This is a good one that I pulled. A Raquel Gonzalez autograph card. Oh, that's a, that's got to be good, right? And and I liked like I might keep that. Like yeah. the only cards that I collect at this point are the kind of cards that have like ring mats in them or yeah, yeah. baseball bats in them. Like I love that. I think How many awesome. did they make of that one? Does it say on it? 99. Okay. So okay. Fairly right. rare card. Yeah. But listen, Jimmy, you front me the 1400. I'll go buy a box. We'll do some box breaks. We'll make our money back. With my reach and your money, we can accomplish anything. 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 Phil says Phil says I'll buy them all from you for 13.99. I would I would sell them to you for thirteen ninety nine because I know I'll make at least a dollar off that box break and uh, yeah, but uh, WDB Prism is super hot. Listen, I am tempted to run there and get a box. I really am. I've but, never uh, even heard of them. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I into just those learned cards. about them. Just learned about them. By the way, guys, reminder: get in those humper chats. Let me ask you this question, Sean. Now we we do have to talk about the AEW WWE thing because it's the thumbnail, so we should talk about it. But. Yeah. I mean, what's your what's your feeling on NFTs? I feel about the same way that I feel about religion, Jimmy. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you'll, you. A story. You'll see me pepper some LMAOs before that, and then I'll say I don't fucking care. Good. Let me tell you a story. So I'm the kind of guy, and when I do the Q and A's on Select, I'll always have people ask me about investments and stuff. If I don't f believe in something, or if I don't find something interesting, I won't invest in it. And NFTs to me are absolute bullshit. Uh, I think it's a scam. I, I just won't invest in it. I know people have made money and that's cool. Let me tell you a story, Sean. Last year, do you know who Jack Dorsey is? Yes, I do. So last year, Jack Dorsey's first ever tweet, right? And he's the guy that created Twitter. His first ever tweet sold as an NFT for $2.9 million, right? Unreal. This year, the guy that bought that NFT, he's an Iranian entrepreneur. I think his name is Astabi. The guy that bought it, put it up on overseas, which is a marketplace for NFTs. He put it up on uh, overseas for $48 million, right? So he bought it for 2.9 and he put it up for 48 million. After one week of auction, what was the high bid, Sean? Uh, 69 million. $277. Ah, so funny. And the guy was trying to spin it like, well, you know, th th this is a Mona Lisa of NFTs, and I got to make sure that the person that buys it is somebody that I am confident they're going to take care of it kind of thing. So it's okay if I don't sell it. Listen, and I thought to myself, is that Jason Brown talking? I, I got a couple of deals to make with all you people. For $5, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's the best deal in wrestling, period. For another $5, I will sell you a, a JPEG screenshot of any of my tweets. <laughs> PayPal me, SeanRossSapp at gmail.com. Also, for $20, you can go to Cameo, and I'll do a Cameo. I'll cut a promo on you. I'll roast you. I'll say something nice, as long as it's not about Denise or Melissa. I'll uh, do announcements for your eFed, and it all goes towards a charitable cause. All of it, 100%. So that JPEG's not going to have any blockchain te technology in it? It's just going to be a JPEG? Nah, it's just going to be a JPEG from my screenshot software. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. That's good. That's how good. much for Jimmy's feet picks? Somebody says. So my one negative review on Cameo was somebody who tried to slyly get me to do feet stuff. Jimmy, I, you showed it to me. Come on. Yeah. Look at that. Joel Pearl says for twenty dollars, Sean will read you his tweets on Cameo. <laughs> uh, Matthew Mikowski says just went through my cards, hoping to make some great money, buddy. I just hope I make my money back. I mean, granted, these are 
tax deductible for you, boy. But how much was the pack? The pack was 75 or okay. The pack of prism was 125, 130 bucks. And how many cards in it? There were a few, there were like 12 or 13. There were were a good amount in there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, we've got Ryan, Ryan Martin says, are you surprised AEW haven't brought Athena or Taya to help their women's division? Where do you see killer cross and Scarlet going? Uh, surprised AEW haven't scooped them up. Well, they were supposed to work or they were, they had a tentative agreement to work ROH, but I think they've signed with MLW now, like a killer cross has. Do you think, uh, um, like we talked about with Braun a little bit, do you think the connection to control your narrative has impacted Killer Cross at all or no? A little bit, a little bit, but not not that much. Uh, he publicly stays away from a lot of that stuff. And let me tell you, there are a few people easier to get along with than Killer Cross. That guy is, he's wonderful. I remember when you interviewed him, he was a good dude. He was really there. laid back. And, and after Vegas. that situation, he went out of his way to come talk to me again and make right on, on something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good dude. As far as Athena and Taya, I think Athena eventually will. Uh, Taya, I would, I think she'll freelance and she'll do really, really well. I think she'll do really great that way. But I think she, she'll eventually do a spot. Uh, Brett says, I know you've already talked about this, but as a devout Christian, I was not offended by the Crown of Thorns dead eye spot at Rampage. It was awesome. Maybe it's it was a product of the times that I grew up in as well, Jimmy. Like I saw people get crucified, like it was like all the time. I saw occult stuff all the time in wrestling. Like it just maybe that numbed me a little bit, but it was I mean, a obviously circumstance we, that I found incredulous. It was very tame compared to what they've done in wrestling previously. But 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 the other thing too, again, is it was not intentional, like you said. Like the other stuff we've seen, you know, Taker with the crucifixion and all that stuff, and the ECW stuff with Sandman. Uh, that was all obviously intentional. Yeah. This wasn't, it, it was just a spot to set up a big move. That's all it was. Mark Quill says, sorry to get serious for a second, but seeing Kate talk about anxiety the other day was really enlightening as someone who has their fair share of anxiety issues. Being open about it is very encouraging. And I'm glad the sour grap society exists where everyone is nice. We go out of our way, as I always say, to discourage pieces of shit from watching our show. And it is a very good business model because people know that they're not going to have the well poisoned by some terrible people. And you know what? We've done very, very well with that. Uh, Shot Kid says, Maria said Tony Khan reached out and they plan to speak further about ROH. Have you heard anything else? Yes, I have. I'm working to shore up some things, tighten some bolts on that. Uh, I know Impact wants her to stay around for a while. I just don't know what the situation is with that. Uh, But you know what? Whether she's in AEW, whether she's in ROH, whether she's in Impact Wrestling, Jimmy, she's going to need that threat protection. She's going to need to make sure that she uses NordVPN.com slash Fightful. She's going to need to make sure that she blocks online trackers, malware. She'll especially need to block that malware. Look at that. She'll need to block up those annoying pop-up ads. But maybe she wants to change her virtual location with just one click. Maybe she wants to work remotely, but she doesn't want to appear like she's working remotely. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has that. Maybe she wants to watch some of her favorite shows a little bit earlier. Well, you can do that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And how about this? 70% off your deal plus an additional month free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. 30-day money-back guarantee. 30 days. A little quicker on the draw there, Jimmy. Not only that, 
It's the fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, tablet, PC, router, television, all that good stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful also lets you subscribe to services overseas that are much cheaper than they are domestically. You can order pay-per-views much cheaper than they are domestically. So it eventually pays for itself. We have a super chat uh, that says, I want you to thank you guys for helping Grapsity happen. Best part of the weekend, every weekend. Man, I love those guys. And uh, they are fantastic. And not only that, they step out and do uh, additional work. Like they, like Will has done some reporting for us now. And he, he fills in. Reg is always on Fightful Overbooked, which I'm apparently obligated to plug. Oh, but yeah. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Just signed up to NordVPN due to these ads. Hit up NordVPN on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. They they made an incredible investment in us, genuinely. And um, our sponsors right now are great. Like from Helix to Athletic Greens to NordVPN especially. Like they recognized our value and um, they they took care of us accordingly. And that's that's led to some nice stuff. But Jimmy, the cover story. Let's talk about the cover story. Well, you noted on Fightful Select, and and I have to uh, uh, ask you about Meltzer's co- uh, quote because I'm not doing my job if I don't. But uh, you noted on Fightful Select that WWE has interest in bringing back uh, FTR, formerly the Revival, yeah. of course. Uh, you said, and I'm going to use your words, you said that their deals technically expire this summer, but AEW has an option year. You then posted an update that AEW had informed you that FTR has over a year remaining. Yes. Um, now, Meltzer, so when you posted your story on Select, uh, the figure for a weekly website ran that story yes. and, and quoted Select. And then Meltzer posted on Twitter regarding the story showing up on, on figure for a weekly. He said, I know it's my site, but WWE would be interested in almost any top AEW act right now. Also, AEW would be interested in virtually any WWE top act right now. Um, what are your thoughts, I guess, on, on what's the latest on the FTR thing and your thoughts on Meltzer's comments about... Uh, both companies will take anybody, any top act. That's not true. That's not necessarily true because I have I have spoken to WWE or okay, not WWE in a broad sense, but uh, I have spoken to people of influence that have said this person, this person, this person would. If it's top people, I'm sure top people, yes. Just anybody, as kind of you pose it to me, that wouldn't necessarily be true. Um, so what happened? was I had a conversation with WWE earlier this year. Uh, and by that, I mean a rep. And they had indicated interest in bringing them back. And FTR, said, you mean? Yes, that had been discussed internally. There, MJF was mentioned as well. Obviously, they can't reach out to these people in an official capacity. You know, I have to take my time and say, are they trying to get me to report this? Are they trying to get this like out there? I've got to like kind of decipher that agenda. I can tell you that FTR under were under the impression they had an option year. I can tell you that for sure because I did my due diligence and followed up. However, uh, AEW reached out to me and they're like, we still have them for over a year. And they said, those are the facts. We do still have them for over a year. FTR were under the impression they had an option year. Um, regardless, you see how what they are exactly what they said they could be. Everything. Uh, but I, I'm interested in your take on this. Did AEW exercise the option? 
Do you know or? I don't know about that. Um, I because somebody told me that they pulled the contract to check, and oh. um, yeah. My opinion is the same as has been about some other talent. Like it, knowing, okay, so FTR, the revival, they weren't happy there. They wanted out. They they weren't being utilized correctly. I know that you've said, well, you know, life changing money is life changing money. Yes, but they he know. Said, he said that. Uh, that he Dak said that he would go back to WWE if the the time and everything was right. I get it. I get it. But they also are familiar with the whole ninety day cycle thing. Sure. So if you're in that, look at them right now. Now they're you know they they're they're working you know with other companies now. Bret Hart's going to manage them on a show. They they were on the Ring of Honor Super Show. They're being utilized now. They're baby faces now, getting a, getting a, a pretty good push. They know where they came from. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a no-cut contract, which I don't know if WWE would ever do. Maybe they would. But unless it's a no-cut contract, why would you go? Like, especially when you know how you were used and you know one, how... To- okay, so one person that re-signed with WWE, when I asked, I, I asked a rep, and they said, well, we're paying them so much that even if they ended up getting cut, the amount of money that they're making in the interim is so big that you couldn't, couldn't pass that up. Um, we got... We got some super chats. Dante says, I'm sure FTR would ma- enjoy a fresh matchup with the Usos. Yeah, but how does it happen? Where does the booking go? Are they creatively satisfied? Haven says, according to Meltzer on the F4W board, they have 15 months in their contract. So, yes. So, their deals were, uh, from what they thought, were set to expire. Not expire, but have an option year in July. Uh, however, AEW let me know well over a year. So, that, that'd be next July. But I can tell you, they they were under the impression they had an option year. And that's mm-hmm. uh, where I followed up. And I believe, I believe WWE were under that impression too. Now, I don't know if there was a reason for that. Um, but I mean, a lot of the AEW contracts do have option years, which are really good. Very progressive in wrestling as well. It's more of a sports thing, which is very, very good. But um yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, I was stuttering there a little bit. I was trying to make sure my ducks were in a row because, I mean, I, Dave got the same got the information from the same place I did. AEW told him, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they there was they were under the impression that their deals were going to be not up this year. They fully expected their deals to to be picked up. Yeah, yeah. But AEW claims there isn't an option and they're contracted through next or until next July. Hmm. I wonder how that miscommunication even happened. That's kind of interesting. It but, uh, uh, well, I'll say this. It's not the first time. Hmm. It's not the first time that happens all the time in wrestling. Hmm. All the time in wrestling. We saw it with Adam Cole, with Pete Dunn. We saw it with uh, FTR, maybe another big name that I'm working to um, verify. But uh, Joel Wood says, I think you missed my super chat, bud, unless you, unless I missed you answering it. Your super chat was an image came out recently of Johnny Gargano at the PC. Bailey tweeted she wanted to wrestle Candace, do you think that might be a sign Johnny could be negotiating a return to WWE? Um, I haven't heard that, but I know that he has been open to going back if the money is right. Um, he was there with his kid, uh, Bivens. I think Bivens posted a picture or something like it. that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like it's it's pretty. It's they're on pretty good terms, from what I understand. But, I mean, just, um, just the fact he had his kid in one of those carriers, it looked like he was visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrier, you know. But um, 
I haven't heard anything up to date on on Candace's deal. I'm I'm gonna stay on top of that as best that I can. But yeah, I, I think that he's open to it. It's just got to make sense, and I'm sure he's gonna make a lot of money in signings. Over sure. the yeah, he's gonna do really great there. Van Twinblade says WWE coming for FTR like that person you dated and <laughs> that did nothing but cheat and say, "Baby, it'll be different this time." <laughs> he also asked me if I watched Glory Pro this weekend. Um, and, and the Jake something Suzuki match. I didn't. I don't get a lot of opportunities to watch indie wrestling at full events, much less in the days that follow. But uh, Ricardo says, are TK's major announcements running out by now? Nope. I wouldn't expect them to slow down at all. You know what? Without talking about what the announcement's going to be, because you want to do your reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. So without talking about the announcement itself, I'm going to ask you this again, and we've talked about this before, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you again. So when Tony Khan announced that he had another major announcement for, for dynamite, I posted on Twitter that he needs to kind of take a break from the major announcements Yeah. because I'm a big believer in precedent. I've kind of talked about this before and, you know, making sure that you don't establish precedent that's unsustainable. And I think that if you elevate expectation to an unsustainable level, it's going to lead to disappointment when you can't achieve what you've, you know, set people to expect that you're going to achieve. So I think that he needs to chill with the major announcements. There were a lot of people, and you know that they're AEW faithful, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're pro AEW people. A lot of people shit on me saying, oh, what are you talking about? He's a promoter. He's promoting his product. Well, what I just said is the reason why I disagree with it, because you're you're going to s- establish a level you can't sustain long term. And it's going to be not cr- boy who cried wolf because you are delivering, but eventually you're not going to hit the level that people are expecting. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's fine because he's a promoter promoting the product? Or do you think you keep going to that major announcement? Well, next thing you know, you're going to end up doing lights out, lights on, and people are going to shut all over your finish. I don't think the big announcement lights off lights on had anything to do with each other in that. No, I'm not saying they did, but I'm just saying he was doing lights on lights off so often as well that he finally got to the point where he did one that people were disappointed with. That's what's going to happen. Dark order was one they were disappointed in too. Like there, there are plenty, Uh, but as long as the announcement delivers, well, there you go. As long as the announcement delivers, I'm fine with it. But it's got to deliver, and we're going to talk about it on FightfulSelect.com. Reckless speculation right after this. Rex Beck. Yeah. We got Ryan saying, of all the top AEW people, I can see MJF being the next to jump to WWE. I'm sure some top stars are watching how WWE is pushing Cody, and that'll go a long way. Let me tell you guys, every time he gets a tweet that says, you're going to be a mid-card or you won't work there, you can't Mm. fit there, it drives that guy to want to do it more. I mean, I don't think it's a secret. I know the guy, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. it drives him to want to do it more. If I'm Vince McMahon, I'm on the hunt for Jade Cargill. Yeah, of course. Because to me, that girl has the potential to be the biggest star in the whole company. And uh, I would be looking at her. That'd be the one I'd go after if I had the opportunity. Shot Kid says, never going to knock talent for taking care of themselves and their families. The big money's there. End of the day, it's on the company to use them best. Exactly. Like, will I be disappointed if FTR go back to WWE and the same thing happens? Yeah, I'll be disappointed, but mm. I won't be disappointed for them and the amount of money that they're making. I will never fault somebody for that. I am not going to pocket watch somebody. Lonnie says, came in late. Have you discussed reports of Alexa being unhappy backstage? I mean, we reported it. Um, I I was told that she wasn't exactly thrilled uh, with the booking of Elimination Chamber or how things were 
were used right after that. And she made that abundantly clear. And then the next week she wasn't on the Columbus show. And she was at that point, WWE decided, well, we're not going to have her in for WrestleMania. I had all these people that were like, Oh, well, it's very obvious based on her social media. It's because she's getting married. No, she was willing to work WrestleMania from what I was told. So she's Mustafa Ali. I wouldn't go that far, buddy. But as soon as as soon as you bitch to Vince, Vince sends you home. I don't think Vince sent her home. Oh, he didn't send her, sent her home. I mean, you know what? I, I think it's closer. I, I don't want to say she sent herself home. Yeah. I think it's closer to her sending herself home than Vince sending her home. But Vince didn't have anything for her. They didn't have any yeah, anything and, substantial. And you know what? the The whole demon Alexa thing. So I, you know, I didn't like the character. I didn't like that they would do those those edits. Uh, cause they were able to tape stuff and whatever. I didn't like the character, but the character showed the range that she has and she has tremendous range. She, she has the ability to take a, you know, a story, even if it's not the greatest and turn it into something interesting. So now that you know that she's got the range, you already knew she had the look, you already knew that she's got athleticism and she's good in the ring and she can cut a promo too. How do you not have anything for her creatively? You know what I'm saying? I think that, okay. So based on what I heard from talent, and people in the company that was her point too and i was heard that i heard that she she voiced that very clearly she's very got clearly. she's got layers to her like if yeah. and you know we don't need to bitch about vince again because we do a fair bit but if you don't if you have a piece of talent that could draw you money and you don't know what to do with them well maybe you shouldn't be doing that job maybe you need to have somebody yeah. else doing it you know we're wrapping up guys tim gordon says did you hear mikey ruckus's owen hart theme yet i haven't I would love to, though. Please send it to me. Kate Hensler says, couple of bucks to say I appreciate Jimmy so much. Not enough to do your shows for free. <laughs> Not enough to, to stop <laughs> racking up the bills by hopping on every episode of Sour Graps that's ever existed. <laughs> We're going two hours, so you get that bonus fee, huh? I, I, was, was that Kate that said that? What? That what you just said, what you just yeah, read, was yeah, that yeah. Kate? She said that because she thanked a bunch of people on Twitter. She's got a whole list, Sean. It seemed like there was 87 different people that she thanked on Twitter about being part of that Fightful family. Doesn't say shit about me. Not shit. Not shit. Yeah. Van Twitter. Actually, we, we already <laughs> read that one. Uh, let me make sure that we don't have any more Humper Chats. We do. Alfonso says... No question. Wanted to say thanks for all the news and content. $5 well spent. Well, thank you. And Chris Rain says, the top card I've got was an MJF worn memorabilia out of the new AEW cards. I haven't found AEW cards anywhere. Those are the ones I'm going to keep. I'm going to collect ones that have like memorabilia or yep. the ring or something like that. Put uh, protector, Sean. I'm going to. Wally says, SRS and Jimmy fascinated about the four consecutive stadium shows. Who, what do you think headline them? I'm thinking Cody Roman is at SummerSlam and Roman Drew at the UK show. I think that's a safe bet for two of them. I feel like a Money in the Bank match could headline one of the others. Um, I think, I honestly think that every WWE, not every, I think they should be able to do stadium shows seven to eight times a year. I think WWE is a big enough company to where they should make it such a massive event. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, people are kind of, conditioned to just only like or only pay attention to those pay-per-views anyway so yeah, and, and especially after covid it, it's yeah. more unique right now they haven't been able to do them they used to remember they used to do like a big one in australia uh different parts of like they, they could absolutely do it drew roman they're doing that now so so that makes sense to me that maybe they're testing that out yeah you know guys please leave a thumbs up as we wrap up kate says you deserved your own tweet our friend shares <laughs> says i hope you all have a good day 
wearing her attention-starved harlot shirt right now. Internet trolls are, are fantastic. They get no bitches, Jimmy. No bitches at all. Uh, Max or Matt Payne, I almost called him Max Payne. <laughs> Alexa had roughly 34 matches in the last two years. Go back and look at how many matches Alexa's had in the last like two years and how many Becky's had since coming back. It's it's unreal. Guys, leave a thumbs up. Again, interviews this week. Rhea Ripley, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Baron Black, uh, and also The Good Brothers. All of those you get early access to on Tier 2 of FightfulSelect.com. And how about this? FightfulMag.com. Head over there. Look at this doofus to the left of the good-looking star Hook. I thought you were calling Hook a doofus. No, absolutely not. We got articles on Jade Cargill, Cody Rhodes, uh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, his baby face turn. We got the Wrestler's Tribune, the Toy Box, Retro Gaming, and a lot more brought to you by Blue Chew. Until next time, guys, head over to Reckless Speculation. Tony Khan, big announcement. A huge <laughs> show for you. You're going to love it. We got a great lineup. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.